Hello, and welcome to week six of Stew on This, weekly reflections from my heart. Today's episode is called I Owe You Love. If you've been listening to my podcasts, perhaps a little paradox has come up for you. We've been talking a lot about being here now. We've been talking a lot about uh, are we there yet? Yes. We've been talking about wherever we hope to go, that perhaps the most important thing is to keep our focus here and now, to cultivate the, the soil of our consciousness, to make room for bigger and better things to come. And yet you probably, like me, experience this desire, this inner urge for more, for better, for bigger, for more beautiful in the future. So, you know, again, how do we reconcile this need to be here and this desire to be there? So, and I I experienced this a lot. I I just realized this morning that I have flown 25,000 miles in the last two months. And I love traveling. I love the adventure of it. I love meeting people and connecting. I love sharing my gifts. I love doing my workshops and and seeing hearts open up all over the world, including mine. And you know what? It feels really good to be home right now, and I and I really enjoy being home. In fact, I'm a bit of a homebody. <clears throat> so I really want to focus on the beautiful things about being home, and I know, having said that, that since I live under a brain, it won't be long before my mind starts thinking about the next trip, the next event, the next uh, adventure, and how I can do more and and have more. And, you know, this has come up a lot for me already this year, because as many of you know, I applied for and did not get the position of being the first president of the Scotland College of Chiropractic. You know, but that opened up this whole idea of me uh, being willing to, to go for more even though I'm wonderfully content with my life. So, again, how do we reconcile, how do we do this dance between uh, being here now and working on ourselves and opening up to what's good and beautiful and true right here and still honor this urge for more? Well, first of all, we can understand that all of life has an urge for more, it seems. All of life seems to have a flow toward growth and expansion and evolution. And we're not separate from that. I don't think there's anything wrong with more. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting more. Again, as long as we realize that that is all going to happen for us, probably with a lot more ease and joy and even speed as we grow in our ability to acknowledge and appreciate what's good and beautiful and true right here and now. You know, we call it a spiritual journey, but, you know, when I look around, here I am. So uh, they say that success is a journey and not a destination. But for me, expressing and experiencing the things I want most most in life, which are love, peace, and joy, they're not destinations. And, and it's not a journey either. Love is. Peace is. Joy is. And they're all always ising. They're all always available. They're all always moving through us and waiting to be radiating from us. So if there's a journey at all, perhaps it's mostly just to a deeper awareness, a deeper understanding of that truth that love, peace, and joy already are. 
Emmett Fox, who was a pretty famous metaphysical writer. He used to write about our true place and our right place. Our true place is our spiritual place. It's our place of love. It's it's being in our hearts 100% of the time. It's 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 being love. It is living the vision, as my friend Peter Amlinger would say, that was tattooed onto our heart when we were loved into existence. That's our true place. And we all have one. But we also all have a right place. And Emmett Fox would say our right place is exactly where we are. Because we can only start from here. And again, as we've been talking about for weeks now, everything we need for that inner journey is here. All our resources, all our strengths, all our connection to spirit. It's all here. So what do I do with this urge to do and have more? Well, I try to keep my focus and attention. Well, I don't try. I turn my focus and attention onto the bee part, onto who and what I am, into acknowledging and appreciating a little more the eternal depth of each and every moment and the bottomless well of love, peace, and joy that are always right here, right under me, right around me, and especially right in me. So I put my energy and focus and this urge to grow into an intention to grow in my awareness, in my understanding, into realization that love, joy, and peace are here, and to realize this a little more each day. And when I plugged that intention into my inner Google Maps app, (laughs) what came up were four directions, and they are inward, onward, upward, and loveward. Inward, onward, upward, and loveward. And the acronym for those is IOU Love. And I like that it came out with four directions because four directions in actually many traditions have been huge and meaningful in my spiritual unfolding. For instance, the Native Americans honor the four directions and bring in the energy and, and honor the animals that are associated with it and seasons of the year and, and, and what it means to them. And they draw in those energies from the four directions every single time they do any kind of ceremony. I love that. In Celtic tradition, which has also been a big influence in my life, there are the four main points on what they call the wheel of life um, are very meaningful and they're big transition times of the year and they essentially correspond with the two equinoxes and the two solstices. And then um, in chiropractic philosophy, we talk about how life and health and all good things flow from above down inside out so here's just another four directions and again these are obviously not directions like on a map or a compass these are areas that i want to direct my attention my focus and my energy inward onward upward and loveward i'm going to be doing each of these separately in the next four podcasts For now, I would just want to say that keeping our noses pointed inward, onward, up, and upward can only serve to keep us heading loveward. 
into a more, again, a greater realization of love and a greater ability to experience and express love no matter what the appearance or circumstance. And I think this is possible. <laughs> I think so because love is our truest essence. No matter how many times we've turned our nose in a different direction other than love, and by the way, that's the only reason we don't experience love. If we don't experience love, it's not because love left. Again, we turned our nose. And maybe we even turned our nose, noses up at love. But the incredibly cool thing is no matter how many times we may have done that, it's still there. And no matter how many times we haven't looked for love, where it is, as soon as we do, there it is. That's a beautiful thing. And I owe you love, I think can only help us remember, well, not only help us to remember, to come back home to love, but it gives us the directions. So, even before we've discussed them, I would recommend that perhaps while you're saying things to yourself in the mirror in the morning that you add, I owe you love. In fact, let's say I owe you love to ourselves constantly. Not that we owe ourselves love like in debt or obligation, but simply as a reminder that we always have a choice. Always. And also that every single time we choose love, no matter what the appearance or the circumstance, Every choice for love brings us closer to our true place. So, inward, onward, upward, and loveward, I owe you love, and I can't wait to pay up. Yes, so stew on this, or stew on that, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>